This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, May 20th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. When Tom Zawistowski filed paperwork to get his Ohio Tea Party group recognized as a 501c4, he was told it would take about 90 days. 2010 came and went, and soon Zawistowski and dozens of other Tea Party group leaders found themselves the subject of some very pointed and invasive questions at the hands of the IRS. We spoke last week. Well, I think one thing I would like to point out is some of the media have been suggesting that, you know, here's these Tea Party anti-tax people, and we were filing for 501c4 so we could avoid paying taxes. Nothing was further from the truth. We're, we're farmers and business people, and, you know, we, needed, we were having bus trips. It cost money, and we, and we needed insurance and things, so you have to form a company. We thought we were going to be companies. And so in a pre-Citizens United world, you know, you couldn't as a company – take a bus trip to Washington because that's a political act, and we didn't know that. So the 501c4 came from the IRS. We didn't ask for 501c4. We were told by the IRS we must be a 501c4. Right. People forget corporations are creatures of the state. That's right. So what happened when you uh, you thought you had all your paperwork lined well, up? Well, so, you know, as, as most prudent Americans do, you know, we talked to our attorneys, our accounts. We filed the 1024 as thoroughly, thoroughly as we possibly can. And in the case of the Ohio Liberty Coalition, which is key to this whole case, we filed in June of 2010. Uh, shortly thereafter, in early July, we got a letter from the IRS saying, we've got your application. Uh, it'll take 90 days to do. And 2010 left us, and we said, we want to pay our taxes. You know, sorry, it's still being under review. 2011 went through the whole year. We want to pay our taxes. Still went, you know, no letters, no nothing. We would call them up. We'd say, what's going on? And not until January 26 of 2012 did I get any correspondence from the IRS. And at that point, I received a, a multi-page letter that had a series of questions that were clearly politically motivated, incredibly intrusive, and very onerous. Questions like, and, and the Ohio Liberty Coalition, just so you're, you're, people know what we're about, is we're a state governing body. So we're, you know, we're not a, a group where there's individual people, but there are Tea Parties that are members of the Ohio Liberty Coalition. They wanted us to not only identify every one of our Tea Party members, okay, and list their officers, they wanted us to give them the federal tax ID number of every one of these groups, which I would never ask for. They wanted us to give things like, uh, give us everybody who ever attended any of your events, tell us who spoke at the events, give us a transcript of what they said, and give us all the materials they handed out. How does that uh, jive with what you've heard from other groups after you started to sort of push back? Well, as egregious as that sounded to me at the time, I find that it was nowhere near as egregious as some of the other situations. Uh, you know, in the Maui Tea Party and the Sacramento Tea Party, they asked questions like, we want to know that we want you to identify all of your past and present officers and directors and their family members and let us know if they've ever held political office or if they intend to run for political office. That's a pretty onerous you know, request. List your donors. That's a serious question. We want to list your donors. Well, it's interesting. You know, they're supposed to be the experts. This is coming from the IRS. We're the amateurs. But you, you are a 501c4 because you don't have to disclose your donors. Isn't that the law? And yet the IRS was asking us to disclose our donors. There's some irony for you. Why did you want to create a C4 specifically? You were talking about insurance, but clearly C4 post Citizens United uh, grants uh, abilities for people to organize more efficiently for activism. Sure. For talking about politics in sometimes controversial ways. Yeah. Did you did you think right off the bat that this was this was being caused by some sort of partisan interest? Well, yeah. I mean, th this is kind of the interesting part of this because again, 
even our attorneys and accountants didn't even know what C4s were. Most of them knew what a C3 was, but, but we were looking for guidance from our government. And what they did is they basically led us into a trap. We now know what you're referring to, after, particularly after Citizens United, that you can become a, a taxable nonprofit and not have to give the IRS anything. But we never knew that. They told us not only did we have to be a 501c4, but we had to file tax exempt status. We didn't want to file tax exempt status. So the question was, why were we led down that path intentionally by the IRS? And then these questions come. And these questions, it's very simple. Um, you know, they did not ask us about our, our electioneering activities. And electioneering, for, you know, is a very legal term. It, it means a very specific thing. Uh, why didn't they ask us if we had given money to candidates or to parties? They never asked those questions. They want to know how many donors you have, how much they gave you, who are your members, how many members you have, who spoke to you, what do you know? There's a word for that. It's called opposition research. What was the resolution ultimately? Uh, the ultimate resolution for us, uh, and, and again, it was a process that is just now culminating, is that we, we ended up organizing nationally to try to get the scope of this. And the scope was overwhelming. It was very broad and very deep. We got help from the ACLJ to represent us legally, and the Ohio Liberty Coalition became the test case. So all last year, it was like a boxing match. We kind of went through this battle with the IRS. You know, they wanted a copy of every page of our website on paper. Okay, and we'd say, no, we're not going to give you that. You know, we'll give you a copy of the front page. Go look at it. And you're back and forth fighting them over this nonsensical stuff. And there's an election going on, by the way. Okay, there's an election going on, by the way. And so finally that culminated in right after the election, a month of the day after the election, on December 7th, the Ohio Liberty Coalition got its 501c4 tax-exempt status. A lot of the media are asking us, you know, how do we feel and do we feel vindicated? Okay. And in a way, sure, we feel vindicated because we, we were talking about these things, you know, in the past and people thought they were ridiculous. They, they, it was so out of bounds that even, you know, even the most jaded Washington reporters are telling me this is worse than they ever thought it would be. So you know, we feel vindicated because of the IRS apology and, and the, you know, the, the subsequent investigations took place. But I think we feel vindicated in another way, okay? Just as we were right about the IRS, I think that we're vindicated from a standpoint of all the other things they did to the Tea Party. You know, calling us racist, big you know, homophobes, Islamists, anti-Islamists, all these things that, you know, we were, we were you know, potentially dangerous and treasonous. None of those things are true either. And, and part of this process shows, you know, we are, we're, we're, we're just good-hearted Americans. And we know right from wrong. And we don't need a lawyer to tell us that. And we stood up for our freedom and liberty. And what do we stand up for? We, what we were based on as a Tea Party movement was what overreaching government. We want smaller government, you know, governments intruding in our lives. What a perfect metaphor. This IRS, you know, attack on us, you couldn't reach any further into our lives. So literally, the government proved our point that we're right, and nobody wants to go through what we went through with the IRS. Uh, a, a lot of people, even liberals who are uh, supporters of the president, have said, yeah, it's really hard to argue for the types of programs that the president likes right now because part and parcel of these expansions of government is the appreciation that government's doing its job. Yeah, yeah. Well, this certainly certainly causes a problem there because you have factual evidence that, you know, they not only were they not doing their job, but there's something more behind this because nothing of what they've said adds up. You know, for instance, they claimed that they were overburdened. Okay, they, someone gave me a statistic today. They were overburdened because the number of 501c4 applications went from 1,500 to 3,000, and that's what the problem was except the number of 401c3 applications was 66,000. 
Okay, and so the scope of this is just nothing near that. And, and here what you have and what most Americans need to realize, what this is really about to the people who are watching this video and hearing these words, is that the IRS is gonna play a key role in Obamacare. They're the ones who are gonna be looking at your personal tax returns and deciding whether you paid enough for your health care and whether you need to be in an exchange or whether you need to be penalized. And after you look at what they did with this simple thing, a 501c4, and, and how they were so aggressive politically to get in our lives, why would anyone want these people anywhere near your health care? Tom Zawistowski is a Tea Party activist in Ohio. You can read more about the IRS and the heavy hand of big government at our website, cato.org.